up, everybody? This is Sean here, and welcome to The Hard Way, um, where I've led a hard life, and I'm sharing my experiences with you and sharing some of the knowledge that I've learned from myself, others, uh, to go from completely being broke, homeless, uh, to being successful um, and disabled at the same time. So uh, let's get to it. Today, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Um, I want to bring it back to uh, working on success because I want to point out a few things and I want to give you guys a different perspective on uh, the difference between jobs and being successful. We're going to talk about you know the physics of success and we're going to talk about uh, what money is and what money isn't and uh, why you need to understand a few principles if you're going to try to be successful. So if uh, you're a person um, who is, you know, you know, wants to listen in and you want some good insight on what it takes to actually move forward in life and become, you know, successful for real, then you want to tune into this show. If uh, you're in these repetitive loops or cycles in your life where, you know, you're just stuck with the same old people, the same old friends who have no drive, no ambition, but you do have ambition, um, then you're going to want to listen to this show. Um, I, I heard an analogy a long time ago. My dad told me this. Uh, before he passed away, he's like, some out of 10 people, out of every 10 people on the planet, eight of them are going to stand by and do what's the bare necessity, uh, while the other two are actually going to become successful. And I'm like, huh, that's a good analogy. Um, why is that? And it's because these two people are willing to do more than the other eight people. And, you know, that really struck a chord with me, and I always remembered that, even when, um, you know, I was, uh, I was, in that bad place of mind where I was homeless for a while there, uh, before I came up, um, I always thought about that. And we're going to talk about uh, a few different factors today. Uh, but before we do that, I want to I want to touch base on a few articles that I've been reading. Uh, one of them is from the Consumerism Commentary. Uh, this says that millennials want to be rich more than anything. Okay, that's great. You want to be rich more than anything, but. What are you willing to do for being that rich? And that's what we're going to discuss too. And then the other article I'm reading um, says that more than a third of millennials in America uh, agree with communism and approve communism, uh, government poll indicates. And if you guys are readers of my uh, fact check book or if you guys are any of my fan base from uh, the nationoflies.us site that I got, then you'll know uh, from a couple of videos that I put out when you read through specific uh, content um, how to look for falsities uh, within the headlines. And this is a good example of them. Though, you know, they took a survey of 2,100 adults from different colleges and universities that said that they agree with communism. Uh, that does not mean that two-thirds of America agrees with it or two-thirds of millennials in America agrees with it for that much because... There's 300 million people in America and 2,100 people taking a survey and two-thirds of those people agreeing that they like communism or advocate communism um, doesn't represent the whole populace of, of the, the statistic equation there. So I'm sorry, but either way, it's still sad that people actually approve communism. And I understand. I've, I've talked to a couple of these cats before and... and uh, um, I understand their basis of, of why they like communism and they like it because the idea of having a society where all wealth is distributed evenly, where there's nobody who's rich, there's nobody who's poor, everybody gets everything they need. Um, it's like some utopia they see, but there's one major flaw 
that I point out and they either stop talking to me or they try to answer by working around and saying that they would have some process that would basically take away your human rights to, to accomplish uh, to, to get to where they were at. Hence, you know, repeating the cycle of communism through history as we've seen it up till now in this current point uh, in the human evolutionary chain. And that is that with socialism and communism, okay, um, you are always going to have to have a central faction, an authority that rules over, makes sure that everything gets distributed. So who do you trust for that? Because if humans are involved in that, then we can't trust any of them because every human being on this earth, even you, even me, is susceptible to temptation and corruption. It's human nature. Just like there's good, there's evil, the sun comes up, the moon comes up, you know, these things happen. You know, this is nature. There's undeniable nature. We can't do anything about it. So if you can't guarantee 100%, not 99.9%, but 100% across the board, that everybody you put in these factions will do the right thing, will have the integrity to distribute things equally, not take a little bit extra for themselves or their family or their friends to, to make sure that they're, they're agreeing on what's right for everybody else's human rights, uh, including speech, self-preservation, uh, due process and justice. Well, guess what? It's not going to work. And nobody can guarantee this. Nobody can because the human element, uh, the, the, uh, the adaptability of human fallacy is in the equation there. And as long as that's in the equation, communism or socialism will never work. Now, let's talk about uh, capitalism for a minute. Well, see, capitalism, yes, it, 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 it's susceptible to the same thing. And yes, it has been exploited. We can see that through all the globalist multinational corporations that, you know, have been ruining the planet to, you know, running politics and governments and, and doing all the, the horrible, corrupt things that we see today. Yes, it has been exploited. Capitalism is susceptible to exploitation. And this is this is evident. We see this. So this this validates my argument about the human condition. Well, what else? Well, it also gives a fair chance to those who aren't corrupt. And that's the thing that the other two don't. That's what socialism and communism don't do. They don't give a fair chance uh, for the right people to be in those situations, to become successful. Um, let's look at the post office, for instance. And, and this is an example I use. Uh, the post office, all right? Well, we had the post office for years. And then FedEx came along. Innovation. We had the barcode. We started having you know chips and all this technology. We get our packages delivered to us in 24 hours. Innovation. This occurs when there is a market, when there is a, a marketplace of ideas, um, whether there's good or bad people running businesses and competing against each other. Uh, the buying power of the people to make decisions freely is, is what we live in. You can't do that in communism, and you can't do that in socialism. In socialism, people are going to do the bare minimum. You're going to get assigned a job cleaning up dog poop and walking people's dogs. Well, do you got a choice in doing that? Nope. If you want your rations and your food and your home, or maybe you can rotate a schedule out with everybody and you just got to take some random job. But look at all the jobs. There'd be a lot of skills. And what jobs would you really need to have a self-sustaining uh, civilization? What, would you need manufacturing jobs? Probably not. Would you Would you need jobs that you know require producing the, the, the 
tools that we use, the innovations that we use, what good would they be for if we're all living on the same factions? If we're all living, um, you know, we'd basically go back to an agriculture state, which would be fine with me because I love gardening and agriculture anyways, but there would be no innovation. We would not have technology to advocate that. And a lot of argument from that as well, we got technology now, so if we employ it in there now that we have it, yeah, but people are still going to do the bare minimum. You put somebody on a job and you don't offer them any type of incentive, they are going to do the bare minimum. This has been proven over and over and over because it's human nature, man. It's human nature. You put somebody in charge being mayor of, you know, of, of Crapville in a socialist country, guess what they're going to do? Bare minimum. Bare minimum. Why do they have to go out and pull and, and, and please the crowds and, and do these things? What do they have to gain for that? Humans gain. We consume. And it's our nature. And this is what's being invaded out of every conversation um, that has to do with these topics. And it's not common sense. It's that human nature is relevant in these situations. And they're not being taken into account. Uh, a lot of these college kids are just being misguided, saying that the theories of all this stuff is the way we should be doing things. Well, yeah, in a perfect world, they would probably work. Their ideas are probably right in some sense. And I'll agree with that. But this ain't a perfect world, and it never is. Um, it, it's really not. Good and evil exist on this plane, and that is just evident. So with that discussion argument being made, uh, and we know this, let, let's take it a step further. So got all these all these people want to be successful. Millennials want to be more rich than everything else. Uh, it says here, the most striking generational difference and change of relevance of importance being very well off financially. 44.6% of the baby boomers consider this goal essential and very important through the period of Generation X, which is moi, um, entered college from 1979 to 99. 70.8% of college freshmen believe that it was essential or very important to be well off. For millennials or Generation Y with students entering college from 2000 to 2009, this rate increased to 74.4%. So apparently a lot of millennials want to be successful. That's fine. It's good. We have an open free market. We live in a constitutionally elected republic, not a democracy. And we have the opportunity. I'm living fact that Anybody can go from being on the streets, being strung out with absolutely nothing to being very successful. And if I can do it, there's no reason that anybody else can do it. And I did it with one leg, keep in mind you. Plus many other things that I don't like to discuss on air. Uh, it's, it's, trust me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And I'm still doing it. I'm still working at it today. You don't just do it and quit. And, and these are the things we're going to talk about right now is is the physics behind work so let's read a definition from physics just for a second here it says in physics works work work okay keep in mind work is the product of force and displacement a force is said to do work if and when acting there is a movement of a point of the application so let me put this into perspective for you how does this apply to everything that we do because everything has a cost there's always a force that needs to be applied to get something done what, what do you want what do you think happens when you want a glass of water what do you do you, you think in your mind I'm thirsty I want a glass of water what do you do 
Well, I called my wife to go get it for me. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. No, I'm not talking about that right now. Uh, even that takes work to do. But what do you do? If you had to do it and you didn't have nobody to get it for you, what would you do? You would have to get up, go grab a glass. You would have to take that glass over to the water source, put the water in the glass, take the glass and drink it. All those little steps. That whole little process right there cost you time and took you effort, work, energy. You had to exert force to have that work completed. And that that's the way with everything in life. And people don't understand that and unless you're willing to incur, you know, and put in work, then you're not going to get nothing out of it. And, and this is a major thing that a lot of, like, stumps a lot of people. But here's where it gets worse. They're like, okay, I, I can put in the work. I can do this. Um, this is what I want to do. I want to make change. I want to be positive. I want to become successful. But you want it really too fast. See, we live in a world today of instant gratification. There's no discipline. There's no patience. And we're losing the essence of respect in our culture. Um, and essentially... If you don't have patience, then you aren't going to be successful because everything that costs work and know you're willing to put in the work, it's going to take time. And I see a lot of people, countless people, they'll, they'll start a business, they'll get hyped up on their idea, uh, you know, they invest a little bit of money in it, and then you know, a month goes by, two months go by, and they're like, man, this just ain't working out. I'm like, dude, it's been two months. Really? What do you mean it hasn't worked out? You haven't even tried yet. Like... What are you doing? Oh, I can't do it no more. This is just taken away from my family and my yoga classes. And, you know, I got I got bean sprouts to grow at home. Like, all right, those are your priorities, whatever. It, the point of being is, is people want that instant gratification. They have that vision and they want it instantly. And here's, here's the fallacy in any business at all. You are not going to be instantly gratified. This isn't Shark Tank. You're not going to have some idea that's just going to make you a lot of money until you actually start working on a business and building it. And you got to understand how business operates. You got to understand that a business isn't a lottery ticket. You got to get out of that 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 mindset that people get into that that we're supposed to you know graduate high school, go to college, you know get this job, and yeah, going to college is good. You're going to learn some some skills that can pay you a high amount of money. But when you work for somebody else. You're never going to be rich. You're never going to be successful. All right. Though going to college will give you a better chance of success because you'll receive more money, which you can then take and, you know, reincur and invest and, and, and build yourself up and make that money work for you. Of course. Yeah, that's fine. But you need to apply those things. You need to put in that work to do those things. Here's a scenario I like to use. You go to school to be a veterinarian, right? Well, you're taught, well, I'm going to go to school, be a veterinarian. That's all I need to do. Be a veterinarian, right? I'm going to go to school, be a vet. And I'm not trying to diss vets here. I like vets. They're cool. So there's nothing wrong with them. But that's it. You're going to school. You're going to be a vet. That's your life. You're the veterinarian. Well, you're going to make uh, $5,000 a month. That's it. That's all you're going to make. And so that's it. That's your life, right? So where's the success come in? Are you successful at that point? Well, if you think so, that's fine. But if you want to be more successful, then you need to invest in understanding money, understanding how to invest money, and understanding what money actually is. And you need to learn a lot of different things about how to take that money and grow it. And these are important factors that you really have to grasp in order to reach success, in order to get yourself out of that nine to five job, working at the Taco Bell or McDonald's or Denny's or wherever the heck it is that is consuming all your time and paying you bare minimum. 
If you want out of that, guess what? You're going to have to add on some more time to your day and invest it in education, in learning, in acquiring new skills, and into educating yourself. Listening to this podcast, for instance, is, is you educating yourself. You're learning what you actually need to do to take your next steps. And you need to understand money. You need to understand, though, too, that you know doing this is painful. And, and pain is for supplied in everything that we do, no matter what it is, whether it's talking to your friends, every relationship, everything you do from sitting on the couch and turning on the TV, it, it has a cost. Everything has a cost. And depending on what you spend on it is what you're going to get back. Everything you pay for, you'll get back. It's an investment in life. Life is an investment. Everything is around us. And that's the way you got to understand it and see it. If you put in maximum effort for a year, two years, in building a business, building up your skills, guess what? You're going to have a profitable business. If you're out networking at your local networks, your chambers of commerce, you actually establish an LLC, put a business idea on paper and start getting it going. Start selling a product, selling a service, no matter what it is. And, and do that while you're working and then slowly shift out of you know, doing your job to, to doing your business full time and make that transition over a year, two years. Some people do it quicker. It, it all depends on the person. But how much you're willing to put in. It all has a cost. What are you willing to put in? Because if you think just going after work, drinking with your buddies, hanging out with your girlfriends, going Netflix and chill and, and just watching TV and, and hanging out, then you're never going to be successful. I'm not saying those are bad things, but they consume your time. Think about all the time you've spent in front of a TV in the last five years. All right? Now think about it. Think about it rationally too because think about how many hours you spent working, which probably be around seven, eight hours a week, 40 hours a week, all right, a day, seven, eight hours a day, I'm sorry, 40 hours a week. All right, and then how much time did you spend after work watching TV, doing absolutely nothing, reading books or uh, do, doing passive stuff like being on Facebook and not learning, not educating, not growing yourself, not taking on any pain to become better. How much time? Probably half the time. So maybe 40 hours a week of doing absolutely nothing, right? So add all that up in five years. How much time is that? It's half the time. So it's two and a half years. You spent two and a half years on your ass doing completely nothing. All right? Now, I don't know if the math's completely right on that. I'm probably off a little bit. I'm just using it as an example. Okay? You spend a lot more time sitting on your butt looking at Facebook or on Netflix and doing things that aren't productive to you reaching an end goal of being success, then you're not going to get there, all right? And it's not going to happen overnight. Look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, for instance. You think he started out, he just came out of the womb, I am ripped, I'm going to bump you up. No, he didn't. Get through the job, He wasn't just came out of his mom all swelled up like that, all right? He came to this country and, you know, he worked his butt off. He put in the extra work. He put in the extra reps. He spent years and years and years shaping his body into basically a Greek god and became the Terminator, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, did that happen overnight? Did he give up after two months? Because he did oh, I don't see the, the gains. I don't see, you know, I'm all ripped yet. No, I don't see it, so I'm giving up on it. That is what so many people, and a lot of these people are millennials, and that's why I want to talk about millennials today, because you got to understand, things ain't going to happen exactly the way you envision them, and you need to get over that fact. 
I mean, you have a picture in your mind, understand that's the guiding point, and that's it. Because it's never going to turn out exactly like you picture it in your head. And if you're waiting around expecting things to happen like they happen in your brain, they're not. They're going to come close. Sometimes better, sometimes unexpectedly worse. But they're not going to happen 100% of the time exactly like you think they are. And you need to realize that. You need to take that vision in your head and keep it there. Keep that as your guiding stone because you're going to go in two months and you're going to have some trials and errors. You're going to have some downfalls. You're going to lose some money. You're going to lose some sleep. You might lose some friends. Hell, you never know. You might end up being isolated, but you're on a mission and you got to put yourself on that mission and stay focused, but you got to be willing to accept pain. You got to have discipline to accept that pain. That pain is that force being applied. And that is my whole point and goal to this message of this is you're going to have to hurt. It's going to hurt. You're going to have to take on some pain. You're going to be tired. You're going to have to come home. You're going to have to watch some videos. You're going to have to read some books. You're going to have to do some studying. You're going to have to start writing some paper stuff down. You're going to have to start putting your ideas together. If you want to become the best version of yourself and become successful, that's what you got to do. You got to you got to put on the best version of yourself. Like uh, an analogy that was told to me the other day. If any rock star you know, whoever you, your favorite rock star is, they came over to your house, right? They knocked at your door. You knew they were going to be over there at 7 o'clock to eat dinner with you that night and your family or whatever. Uh, what would you do? You clean the house up. You put on your best clothes. You get, get decked out for them. You put on the best version of yourself for that person because that's your idol coming over, all right? You know, what, what if John Legend was coming over to your house? You know, what if Blake Shelton or, or anybody was coming over to your house? And you knew they were coming over. You wouldn't just leave clothes laying everywhere, dishes in the sink. No, you would clean up. You would put on some nice clothes, good shirt, good shoes. You you know, put on your, you, you know, you make yourself right. You, you do it upright. You put on the best version of yourself. And what if he came like 30 minutes late? You wouldn't yell, dude, what the fuck? Why are you late, man? John Legend, what the hell, dude? Why are you late? Why are you late to this appointment? You know, you wouldn't do that. You would not yell at him. <laughs> you would not. Oh man, it's okay. It's cool. Uh, you know, I didn't mind waiting. Gave me a couple extra minutes to get some things picked up or whatever. You put on the best version of yourself for that person coming over. So why can't you do that in your life to everything and everybody? Hmm. Good question, right? Well, if you want to be successful, then you're going to have to put on that best version of yourself and you're going to have to turn it on and keep it on. And it's going to be really hard and you're going to incur a lot of pain. And there's going to be a lot of work involved. So understand that. And if you're like, oh, well, this just sucks. I'm just going to sit around, you know, do my job, pay bare minimum, uh, you know, talk about how rich people suck all the time, drink beer and smoke pot. Well, go ahead. Do that, too. It's a free country. You can do whatever you want. So if that's what you want to do, that's your choice. But don't bitch at other people and be a hater because other people are saying, no, nah, I'd rather not go out and party. No, nah, I'd rather not watch Netflix. No, I really don't want to be on social media no more right now because I'd rather focus on myself, my business, my ideas, my dreams, and, and mastering the best version of myself so that way I don't have to put it on every day. It can just be that way every day. And, and that's the end goal. And that, that is why, you know, you know, you see successful people being spiritual, uh, why you see them not smoking, not drinking all the time, you know, abruptly partying every day. I mean, it, let's let's cut the shit here. I mean, 
I, I got people in my family and friends I grew up around like every day after work everybody's drinking constantly that's the way the world works you know you work a hard day you go home turn on a 12 pack that's it you ain't ever going to get nowhere doing that that's why you quit doing that that's why rich people don't do that that's why you don't see rich people in bars every night you know <laughs> You want to be successful, you got to start acting like it. You got to put on the best version of yourself. And if you're not happy with the version of yourself that you have, you have to change it, which is going to suck, which is going to incur pain, which is going to incur the reality of, of quitting a bunch of terrible shit that you do. And, and that is the scariest part of all. And trust me, I've been through it, but you can do it. You can do it by yourself if you want. It makes it even better, I think. But some people want to be around friends, family, and all that sport and shit, whatever. You know? That's up to you. You just got to understand that you, you got to have some discipline. And you got to have toughen up. This is why kids that go to college for four years, they got that little bit of discipline because it took them four years to earn a degree. So they know things take time. They have that discipline enough to be patient and wait a couple of years for things to go through. They can see the picture down the road. Okay. Military. Guys like myself. Well, we were thrown in the shit. We went through boot camp. We were told that we had to fucking lift the world on our shoulders at all times and be great at all times or else we would fail and fucking die. And that that's pretty much, you know, the, the mentality that was stuck in our heads. And that's why when military personnel get out of the military, they're successful business owners because they know that they have that discipline to wait, to drive, to be tactful, to put that best version of themselves on, to be professional, to never give up. Despite how many obstacles, how much pain they incur. And that's the thing. Military guys can take pain. We can take it. We know we can take it. We've been trained to take it. And that's why it comes second nature to us to, to run businesses and do things of this nature. Um, I mean, look at Matt Best in, you know, Black Rifle Coffee. Successful vet-owned organization. Very, very super successful company. I might add all run by vets because they know how to fail. And get back up. They know how to take some pain. They know how to take their punches. They know that everything costs work. And if you don't put that work in, you do not get the result. That is the same thing with becoming smart, with becoming physical, physically fit, and becoming successful. All right? It is no different. And a lot of people know these things. You're like, oh, I know this stuff. I know, I know, I know. But you don't intuitively have that perspective you need to have in realizing that, you know, you got to put in the work. You got to you got to tell yourself, look, I got to pay the cost. You know you got to pay for your meal every night. You know you got to pay for gas. Well, you want you got to pay for success. It costs you something. Realize that. You have to put in that cost. Nobody else is going to put it in there for you. Nobody else is going to do that. All right? And there ain't no socialist system where you think the government's going to give you free money and cheese all your life. That, that is going to make you successful. There, there is no communist country who is going to let you have your own thoughts and emotions uh, without them having a say in it. You just got to realize that if you want to be better than what you are, stop hating on everybody in the fucking world and blaming everybody and look at yourself. Take some accountability. Tie your damn, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You know what that, that term means? It means to pull your fucking bootstraps up, tie them up, because you're getting ready to jump in the shit. You're getting ready to jump in the water. You're ready, getting ready to get dirty, and you got to go through it. So you tie them up tight, and you go in. And that's what that phrase is meant for. 
where we got the the the, the stupid stamp of the week, Miss AOC, who decides to people can't pull themselves up by their bootstraps. It's just not possible. Well, apparently she's never heard the expression. But regardless, that's here nor there. I just want to tell you guys and share this with you because it, it's just astonishing that people don't really take these things into perspective. I mean, you got to realize that a force is, is, a, is to push or pull and act upon an object. If you want to be successful, that's your object. You need to act upon it. You need to apply some force. If you're getting home from work and you're tired and you're 50 years old, you know, and you're just like been going through the same motions, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you, you know, a librarian, whether you're a manager at some company, you want to do better, then you have to do something else than what you are doing. That means doing two things. That means doing two jobs, sometimes doing three jobs, learning how to start a business and sticking to it. And that is the main thing. It's easy to say, all right, I got a great idea. I got a great business model. Uh, you know, I want to be successful. Let's get to it. Fine. Get to it. Do it. I see a lot of people do that. But the main thing I see a lot of people do too is they quit. Two months. No, not doing that business anymore. I didn't get those results. Realize, first and foremost, that you need to understand and own up that instant gratification is a real thing. Admit that you have a problem or admit that it is a problem. And secondly, acknowledge the fact that Instant gratification is never going to happen in a business. You're not going to see success immediately. You're not going to just blow the walls off or be on Shark Tank and get a million dollar deal and you know start getting paid out. Here, here's how business works, especially when you're starting it yourself. See, my business was you know building software, technology, websites, applications, doing SEO, marketing stuff for companies. That's what I did. And I had a lot to learn. I jumped in it. I did it. I had trials and errors with clients. I was sitting there doing SEO for their company, staying up, you know, till from seven in the morning till two in the morning, going to bed four hours, waking up, uh, doing it all over again. Uh, because a lot of that entailed my research and then my work because I had deadlines to meet because I got in over my head. I took off a lot more than I could chew. I'd work on the weekends, you know, away from my family that I accrued. I, I was, I was, I was working, working and working. You know, I had to put in that extra cost to, to meet my clients' needs. And I learned from all this. And, and I've, I've revamped my business model six times now. And now I'm building my own products. I'm doing these podcasts and I'm helping other people out. And I've actually got some applications that I built um, that I'm, I'm selling to people too. So I've, I've put in my work and I've built a product. But you got to understand, that's me. Well, what are you gonna do? You gotta start somewhere and you gotta learn, but you gotta realize that you're gonna you're gonna fail a bunch of times, just like Thomas Edison failed, you know, like several thousand ways, and he created the light bulb eventually. But you know, he found you know several thousand ways not to that that a light bulb wouldn't work. He didn't fail. He he found different ways that it didn't work, and that's the way you gotta look at it. It's all about your perspective, the way you looked on things, and that's what I'm trying to instill in you through this podcast today. So. Um, have that perspective. Be ready to apply work and to incur pain because that pain is the cost of you moving forward. If you're sitting in the same place, you're not growing. If you're not growing, you're, you're becoming a weed. I mean, nature, look around at nature, everything around you. 
if you just look at things and analyze the things around you in nature that happen naturally, they directly apply to everything in our lives that we think are so complex. There's something funny that I always like to think of too. I got some cats, my wife does. And, and these cats look at me and I'm wondering what the heck they're thinking of me. They're probably thinking like, look, Sean, you're freaking stupidest creature I've ever seen in my life. You sit in a room working your ass off day in and day out um, for what? To, 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 to eat. Uh, you got to buy food with this fake money. You got to, you know, build this place. And this cat's just chilling, looking at me, thinking I'm stupid because of all the things I do. When all it does is lay around and, and gets me to feed it. I mean, really, my cat's smarter than I am. And, and, until you're ready to you know, accept little facts like that and, and, and to accept that things are not going to happen instantly in your life, then, then you're not going to move forward. You're not going to grow and you're not going to be successful. And I'm sorry about that. But you got to realize what things are. See, you need to educate yourself. Become smarter in the ways that you want to to be the things that you want. And, and if you are really uh, hyped about things, you're in love, you got a dream, you know, follow that dream. But it might take other things to get to that dream. It might incur having a job, doing real estate, learning how to invest, becoming a banker or something. And then, then finally one day getting to that dream. And you got to think in logical steps like that. I mean, a lot of people who just try to go for their dreams, they have them crushed because they can't achieve them because that instant gratification isn't there. It doesn't happen in the time frame. Or some people do try for a couple of years, never fall through. It's because they never set themselves up for success and establishing um, you know, the resources they need to be successful. Not understanding how money works, not understanding how to grow your money, and not understanding the establishment of where money comes from, which we will talk about in other videos. And I'm getting ready to sign off. So I hope I, I hope I've inspired some of you guys. I hope you guys really understand where I'm trying to come from and hope you understand the physics behind becoming successful that you have to put in work and that you're going to have to take some pain. It sucks, but you're going to have to do it. If you're not in no pain, you ain't growing. And that's just the way life works. It's the human nature. And that's, that's with everything, not even in being successful. It's, it's with your, with your marriage. With, with everything that you do, with your kids. I mean, if you're not putting in work to work on your relationship with your wife, then it's not going to be a good relationship. If you're not putting in work to be with your friends by calling them, by saying, hey, what's up, just to let them know that they're there, you know, putting in that little bit of work, those little bit of efforts uh, to stay connected, well, then you're going to lose your friends. You know, you're not going to be a good friend. You, you got to stay connected. You got to put in work. A lot of you younger people, you do put in the work to stay intact with your friends and plan out your weekends and do all this other shit. That's fine, but you're putting in a lot of work to do that. Realize, take accountability for what you're putting work into and see if you're putting work into the right places of your life because all that work is forced being applied and it is costing you some pain. And, and without pain, you're not growing and you just need to make sure that you're doing the right type of work. So take into consideration things I've seen. I hope I've given you some perspective. And that's all I got for you today. So uh, you guys have a good week and we'll talk to you next week.